Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Former President Trump is the target of a huge lawsuit in New York. We'll talk to Politico's John Harris at 310. A Fairfax County Elementary School employee charged with assaulting a student. I'm Neil Augenstein. Soon, Prince George's County students can see a doctor without leaving school. I'm John Doman. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. The Federal Reserve has decided to raise interest rates. Here's Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. Today, the FOMC raised its policy interest rate by three-quarters of a percentage point, and we anticipate that ongoing increases will be appropriate. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger says it's an aggressive move, but not one without reason. Fed officials are also expecting unemployment to drift higher, up to 4.4% next year. Obviously, the acceleration in inflation, specifically in food, in shelter, many of the underlying parts of the CPI report continue to rise, and the Fed will not take its foot off the brakes until it sees inflation come down. New York's attorney general is suing former President Trump for business fraud. Here's CBS's Cami McCormack. The suit names Donald Trump and his three adult children as defendants. We show that they violated several state criminal laws. Attorney General Letitia James says they falsely stated Trump's net worth from real estate holdings by billions of dollars. She's also referring the charges to federal prosecutors and the IRS. We believe the conduct alleged in this action also violates federal criminal law, including issuing false statements to financial institutions and bank fraud. Trump's attorney calls the charges political. Strong words for Russia from President Biden. A permanent member of the United Nations Security Council invaded its neighbor, attempted to erase a sovereign state from the map. Russia has shamelessly violated the core tenets of the United Nations Charter. The president delivered those remarks before the U.N. General Assembly. In Russia, President Putin has ordered a partial mobilization of reservists effective immediately to join in the ongoing war against Ukraine. It's an unpopular move. Tickets are sold out from Moscow and other big cities to um, the very few countries that, you know, Russians can go to without visas at the moment. The social media narrative and discussions are all circulating around how to not send your brothers, husbands, and, and the kids to war. So there's quite a bit of panic. CBS's Mary Lushnia says the order has also triggered protests across Russia and over a thousand arrests. Former Minneapolis police officer Thomas Lane is sentenced on state charges in connection with the killing of George Floyd. Lane had pleaded guilty to state charges of aiding and abetting manslaughter. Today he received a three-year prison sentence, which he'll serve concurrently with his federal sentence, meaning no additional prison time. Two other former officers will stand trial on those charges next month. W. CCO Radio, Steve Simpson. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. It's 3.03 on WTOP on this September 21st, 2022. We've got sunny skies and 85 in D.C. Afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Hillary Howard. Now to our top local story, which comes from Fairfax County, where a public school worker is under arrest and on administrative leave. 
He's been charged with assaulting a special needs student. Fairfax County Police say it happened at Dogwood Elementary School in Reston. Two teachers walked into a room and saw 60-year-old instructional assistant Mark McDicken assaulting a student. He's charged with assault. In an email, Principal Kate Beckner told the school community the primary responsibility for anyone in education is the safety and well-being of children. And when that trust appears to be broken, and affects everyone. Police say McDickens been at Dogwood Elementary for 10 years and they're asking anyone with information to call them. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Not every child sees a doctor on a regular basis, even when that child might need it. Well, in Prince George's County, the school system is partnering with a telehealth provider to bring the doctor to school. Next month, telehealth provider Hazel will be partnering with Prince George's County Public Schools, offering free telehealth visits to students. With the press of a button, a student can be paired with another health professional. To identify what their needs are obtain a history, potentially provide a diagnosis, and in some instances be able to provide a prescription to that child. Dr. Travis Gales is the chief health officer with Hazel. We also are providing that case management, family resource management approach. To match students with a doctor near their home for treatment of chronic issues, mental health services are also offered. And we're able to get them access to care in a timelier manner. John Dome in WTOP News. The program rolls out to middle and high schools first. And it'll start in mid-October. A Northern Virginia teen is behind bars, charged with a murder Saturday night outside an apartment in the Woodlawn area of Fairfax County. Talking about Kevin Lemus, who just turned 18. He has over 80 contacts with law enforcement. Numerous serious contacts. Major Ed O'Carroll of Fairfax County Police talking about Lemus's arrest and the death of 19-year-old Darlin Diaz-Flores. In this case, although an arrest has been made, is far from... Concluded. Police, for example, don't have the gun used in what O'Carroll calls a senseless killing. A simple disagreement, passing words on a sidewalk that escalated to the point where a young man lost his life. Christy King, WTOP News. 306, the voter registration window is getting wider in Virginia. A new law gives you right up to and including election day to register. Same-day voter registration was already the law in Maryland and D.C., and now it's happening in Virginia, too. In previous years, the registration deadline was a hard stop, and you were not allowed to register after that time. But that's changing. While Virginia's registration deadline is October 17th, you will now be able to register after that time. Though if you wait, your ballot will be different, says Virginia Elections Commissioner Susan Beals. That will be a provisional ballot. It will not go into the voting machine at that time. She says that gives election officials more time to verify your paperwork and ensure that your vote is valid before it's counted. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, the former president is facing a major new lawsuit while the current president is facing down an international threat. We're going to dive into all this with Politico's John Harris after traffic and weather. So stay with us. 306. Technology allows drones to deliver pizza. Here's mine now. Approaching drop zone. But to deliver powerful insights that are on target, you need more than technology. You need CDWG to help transform your agency's IT environment with a Dell technology solution that modernizes and secures your data. So you can slice it any way you want. Delivering. Don't forget to tip. Dell Technologies makes data-driven insights possible. CDWG makes it powerful. Learn more at cdwg.com slash Dell Data Center. Check out DC News Now, your new local news station in the DMV. 
with more reporters in the field than anyone else and four locations throughout the DMV. We have late news, but not too late. Join us on DC News Now at 9 p.m. Visit dcnewsnow.com slash watch to check your local listings, mornings, evenings, and late news that's not too late. We'll see you there. Two brand new tickets are making their presence felt in D.C. From U Street to downtown, from Adams Morgan to Anacostia. Introducing the District Diamonds and 51st Scratchers from D.C. Lottery. Inspired by the district, made for the district. With prizes up to $151,000. Grab them today from your local D.C. Lottery retailer. Because here in D.C., this is how we play. Please play responsibly. It's 308. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Between Andrews and Landover, long delays on the Beltway both ways. At least one crash between Ritchie Marlboro Road and Central Avenue on the outer loop. The left lane's physically blocked by three damaged cars. All three of them are going to need tow trucks. On the inner loop, indications now of a new crash in that same area, or at the very least, responders blocking the left side of the inner loop. Beltway traffic's backed up for more than four miles in both directions because of all this. Outer loop before Route 1, College Park, wood debris on the left side. Some swerving potentially. Route 5 southbound near Surratt's Road. The hazard should be clear. In Bowie, Route 301 southbound. It's slow. Uh, past 197. There's a crash after Mount Oak Road with at least one lane blocked. No delays on 50. Volume delays in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. And so far, so good on 270. Bethesda, westbound River Road. The right lane is blocked long term. At Wilson Lane, traffic shifts to the left. Very slow on the outer loop, leaving Bethesda into Virginia. The work zone near Georgetown Pike was in the right lane during the midday. It should be clear. Inner loop, they did pick up the barrels, but it stays slow. 66 east near the Beltway, the work zone should be clear. Westbound only brief delays. Outer loop slow through Alexandria. 95 south. Heavy and slow from Lorton to Woodbridge on a day that ends with Y. In the district, southeast-southwest freeway along with DC 295. Routine congestion, but rush hours getting off to an early start. With the new Sunoco Go Rewards app, when you fuel, you save. So drop what you're doing because rewards come first. Download the Sunoco Go Rewards app and start saving today. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. To the weather and Chuck Bell. As long as you like warm, sunny weather, this is the last best day that you're going to get to enjoy. 88 degrees with sunshine here on a Wednesday afternoon. Much cooler weather will come in during the second half of the day tomorrow. Near 70 on Thursday morning, 82 for a high Thursday around lunchtime with a few showers possible. And then a gusty northwest wind will drive temperatures into the 40s and low 50s by Friday morning. Friday's high 68 with a breezy northwest wind. Saturday 72 in sunshine. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Definitely warming up. We're at 85 in Fort Belvoir. Silver Spring checks in at 85, 86 in Northwest D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 311. Our top stories this afternoon feature both the current and the former president of the United States in New York. President Joe Biden delivered a forceful condemnation of Russia's war in Ukraine using the world stage of the United Nations General Assembly. Russia has shamelessly violated the core tenets 
of the United Nations Charter. Shortly after his address wrapped up, the New York Attorney General announced she is suing former President Donald Trump, his three oldest children, and his company for business fraud. Well, joining us live on Skype, Politico founding editor John Harris. John, great to have you back. Thank you so much. Good afternoon. So let's start with President Biden. It was hours after Russia's president announced a call-up of reserve troops and again threatened the use of nuclear weapons that President Biden blasted the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, what kind of reception did his message get from the General Assembly and, and how big of a foreign policy moment is this for the president? Well, it got a strong and positive reaction. Uh, uh, Vladimir Putin does not have many friends on the world stage uh, these days, and even his ostensible allies like China are really frustrated uh, with the endless nature uh, and, and so far the losing nature uh, of uh, Putin's war in um, in Ukraine. And, uh, you know, President Biden's had a lot of uh, uh, disappointments and a, a mixed record in the view of many as president. This is, it seems to me, one an unambiguous success. He has effectively rallied the West and, and many parts of the world beyond the West uh, to support Ukraine and in opposition to Putin's invasion. John, some people weren't there. The leaders of Russia, its ally China, India, Saudi Arabia, absent. What do you glean from that? Um, they uh, don't like the way that the Biden administration has uh, made it clear that they stand against the, the, the values and many of the policies around the world that China represents and Russia represents. Um, Saudi Arabia, of course, uh, uh, in a very tense relationship with the United States uh, uh, since the, uh, the Khashoggi killing uh, now almost three years ago. Um, so uh, the U.N. is no different <laughs> than its foreign policy, but it's, uh, it's much like our, our, uh, our domestic politics. There's real bitter antagonisms that the Biden administration is right at the center of. Uh, let's uh, turn over to what happened today with former President Trump. The big news in Trump world is the New York Attorney General civil suit against the former president alleging business fraud. Uh, given all the legal entanglements that the former president has at this moment, does this rise to the top of the list? Where does this rank in the pantheon? Well, it's a pretty big deal, I think, uh, for uh, a couple of reasons. One, that she made a, a sort of a broad allegation of pervasive fraud. She said these are not bookkeeping errors. This was a, a decade's worth of deliberate deception um, with, with the Trump business enterprise. So it goes right to the, the sort of heart of the enterprise by which we know President Trump in the first place as a, as a, as a real estate uh, uh, tycoon and as, as a business leader. Um, it's serious. But the other thing that makes this uh, potentially very intriguing is she said she's referring some of her uh, uh, the results of her investigation uh, to criminal authorities. Her suit is civil, uh, but she's handing this over uh, uh, to, to the Justice Department and to New York prosecutors. So the question is on the criminal side, how much coordination is there in these multiple the, 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 these multiple investigations, how linked are they going to be? Hey, John, thank you so much for that. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Politico's, yeah, you too. Politico's John Harris. Can the Nationals pull out a win in Atlanta? We'll talk about it next. 314. There's good news when it comes to prostate cancer. New prostate cancer cases continue to decline while survival rates increase. Better screening options are helping doctors detect cancer sooner. And modern treatments are helping patients live longer and have a better quality of life. 
Dr. Jonathan Wong, a urologist at MedStar Washington Hospital Center, says a team approach to care benefits prostate cancer patients. We look at the whole picture to determine the most effective treatment options for patients with a strong emphasis on quality of life. Our multidisciplinary team is truly comprehensive and collaborative. It includes not only cancer experts and surgeons, but also licensed therapists to help manage all aspects of prostate cancer care. We pride ourselves in providing a safe and empathetic environment where patients feel comfortable discussing their concerns. For more insights from Dr. Wong and to learn more about prostate cancer screening and treatment, please visit MedStarWashington.org slash Intel or call 202-877-DOCS for a consultation. Medical Intel, sponsored weekly by MedStar Washington Hospital Center. Everyone deserves the opportunity for a meaningful career, but people with disabilities are often underemployed, underpaid, and overlooked for employment. So how can we create a fully inclusive world, one that empowers people with disabilities to live, work, and thrive in our communities? For the past 60 years, Melwood has been fighting for more equitable employment in the disability space. We're not done yet and would love for you to join us. Help us make a difference in the lives of people with disabilities in our community. Your generous support can provide a chance for professional development, access to training, and financial independence. Join us as we break down barriers, dismantle stereotypes, and reimagine the workforce of the future. We've accomplished so much over the past 60 years, but together we can achieve even more. For more information about how you can create a more inclusive world for people with disabilities, visit melwood.org forward slash donate. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. What's the sport of choice this afternoon, Dave? Well, well, the Nationals are trying to beat back the Brooms against the Braves, and they own a 3-2 eighth inning lead over Atlanta, thanks to a Joey Medesis two-run homer in the seventh. Uh, Carl Edwards Jr. on the mound now for the Nats. Uh, NFL Washington Commanders practicing today, limited in Ashburn. Linebacker Cole Holcomb and offensive lineman Trey Turner. This week's Military Bowl DC Touchdown Club High School Football Player of the Week is Archbishop Spalding wide receiver Max Moss. Max caught eight passes for 196 yards and four touchdowns as the Cavaliers beat Gonzaga 41-21 in four games this season. Max has already exceeded his production from last year with 27 catches, 694 yards, and eight touchdowns. Don't forget to visit WTOP.com to read more about Max and see highlights from his game. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. All right, Dave, thanks. Top stories we're following for you right now on WTOP. Breaking this afternoon, the Federal Reserve has hiked its benchmark interest rate by three-quarters of a point. Once again, it's the ongoing balancing act to tame stubborn inflation without tipping the economy into recession. New York Attorney General Letitia James is suing former President Trump and his th- and three of his adult children, as well as their company, alleging business fraud. Politico's Josh Gerstein gets into the details with us coming up or a little earlier josh talk to us about it and we'll talk we'll hear from him as later this afternoon as well meantime a fairfax county public schools teaching assistant is charged with assaulting a special needs student at an elementary school in reston keep it here on wtop for more on these stories in just minutes and up ahead in money news more on another move to fight inflation plus gasoline prices change direction i'm john aaron 318 Time for traffic and weather. How's it looking, Dave? We've got about a five-mile backup on both loops of the Beltway between Andrews and Lanham, so not good if you're on the Beltway in Prince George's County. This all started with a crash on the outer loop between Ritchie Marlboro Road and Central Avenue. The two left lanes are blocked. Caller says in the backup. 
A more minor crash blocking the right center lane closer to Richie Marlborough Road. On the interloop, all lanes should be open, but with long rubbernecking delays heading southbound out of Lanham and Landover. Interloop lanes reported open. On the outer loop, leaving Greenbelt toward College Park, eyes out for some wood debris along the left side. Beltway traffic remains very slow between Bethesda and Tyson's toward and across the American Legion Bridge. The work zone cleared at the usual time near Georgetown Pike, but traffic never recovered and probably won't, especially on the outer loop. All lanes are open. In the district, Southeast Southwest Freeway 395 along with DC 295. It's shaping up to be a slow rush hour, but without incident. Uh, we have a new crash reported in Northeast on Rhode Island Avenue at 24th Street. Pretty heavy rescue response headed that way. Back in Maryland, Montgomery County, River Road westbound near Wilson Lane. We're going to lose the right lane for a couple of weeks at a long-term work zone, so we're still trying to adjust to that. And uh, through Rock Creek Park, caller says on Avery Road near South Lawn Lane, uh, another stuck truck with a five-ton weight restriction there on South Lawn. Another truck is uh, stuck trying to turn around on Avery Road. In Virginia, 95 South, heavy into Woodbridge. 95 North near the Beltway looking for a new crash. No crashes reported on 66, but eastbound traffic still heavy back near Vienna Metro. Westbound so far so good. Traffic sponsored by Marlowe Furniture. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's check in with Storm Team Force Chuck Bell. We do have a big drop in temperatures coming tomorrow afternoon and evening, so if you love the warmth of late summer, today is your best day to get out and enjoy it. All sunshine today, afternoon highs up near 88 degrees. Thursday's high near 82, that'll happen about lunchtime as a front goes through. It's likely going to ring out a little bit of rain tomorrow, but under a tenth of an inch. By the time you get up on Friday morning, temperatures will be in the 40s and 50s, and we'll stay in the mid to upper 60s Friday afternoon. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. We've got blue skies 81 degrees in Annapolis, 84 degrees in Bowie. It is 86 degrees in Leesburg. Up ahead on WTOP, new development in the story about the vandalism at the Washington Monument, 321. Here's Roy Azevedo, the president of Raytheon Intelligence and Space, on the discussion Accelerating Decision-Making by Enabling JADC2, sponsored by Raytheon Technologies. I always talk about Raytheon Intelligence and Space being the eyes and ears of our customers. We need to provide solutions to all of our customers so that they can see before they're seen, hear before they're heard. Before you defeat a threat, you got to be able to find it. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Raytheon. A complete picture of the battle space in seconds, when every second counts. That is the power of JADZ2, Joint All-Domain Command and Control. Raytheon Intelligence in Space puts that power in the hands of warfighters, connecting and fusing data from satellites, aircraft, ships, ground vehicles, and across cyberspace, making sense of it, securing it, and providing decision-makers with the information they need to act across any domain and against any challenge. Raytheon Intelligence in Space. Visit rtx.com RIS. 322. Shulman Rogers is a full-service law firm serving clients in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Here's managing shareholder Sam Spiritos. At Shulman Rogers, our goal is to provide value-based solutions that address our clients' complex business and personal legal issues. This makes us an attractive alternative to D.C.'s largest law firms and allows us to exceed our clients' expectations every day. For more information, visit ShulmanRogers.com. That's ShulmanRogers.com. If you have equity in your home, let Cap Center put it to work with a cash-out refinance. With competitive interest rates and a cap on closing costs, a cash-out refi with Cap Center gives you more to work with. 
I'm a local business owner, so I understand the value of teamwork and communication. The Cap Center process is smoother than any I've experienced, and with the money for my cash-out refi, I was able to remodel my kitchen. Get more with a Cap Center cash-out refinance. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Visit capcenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. You're listening to WTOP News. 323. The Washington Monument is apparently looking better. Restoration specialists have been working hard using all sorts of chemicals and pressure washers to get rid of the red paint that was on the iconic white marble landmark. Meantime, a 44-year-old Bloomington, Indiana man is facing several charges for defacing it. Park police say Sean Roy Deaton splattered an 8-foot tall red streak and wrote profanity-filled messages against the government Tuesday night. Because the damage was on the back side of the monument, it stayed open during the cleanup. Visitors are still able to use the main entrance. The suspect in a murder in Prince George's County last month has been picked up in San Francisco. 23-year-old Christopher Allen Brown Jr., who lives in San Francisco, is charged in the murder of Damian Broadus of Landover. During a welfare check on the afternoon of August 25th, police discovered Broadus suffering from trauma to the body. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Brown was taken into custody with the assistance of San Francisco police and the U.S. Marshals Service. He remains in custody there until he can be extradited to Prince George's County on first-degree murder and related charges. A former Minneapolis police officer has been sentenced on state charges in connection with the killing of George Floyd. Here's WCCO Radio's Steve Simpson. 39-year-old Thomas Lane was convicted in federal court earlier this year, along with two others, of violating George Floyd's civil rights and is currently serving a two-and-a-half-year sentence at a prison facility in Colorado. Since then, Lane had pleaded guilty to state charges of aiding and abetting manslaughter. Today, he received a three-year prison sentence, which he'll serve concurrently with his federal sentence, meaning no additional prison time. Two other former officers will stand trial on those charges next month. Steve Simpson for CBS News, Minneapolis. Under Minnesota law, it's presumed he'll serve two years in prison and the rest on supervised release. WTOP at 325, Money News at 25 and 55. Big day there, John Aaron. Yeah, whipsaw day, Sean, for stocks as the Federal Reserve tries to get a handle on inflation. This afternoon, the Fed said it was continuing to fight inflation, this time with another substantial three-quarters of a point hike to its key interest rate. Stocks took a quick tumble, but then recovered as Fed Chair Jerome Powell spoke. Right now, we are mixed again. The Dow is down 85, the S&P 500 is down 4, but the Nasdaq is up 6. Powell said that before Fed officials would consider halting their rate hikes, they would want to be very confident that inflation is moving back down to their 2% inflation target. He also said eventually it'll be appropriate to slow the pace of rate increases. After 99 consecutive days of declining gas prices, the cost for a gallon edged a penny higher today. The national average price rose to about 3.68 a gallon, according to AAA. Today's average is still lower than the week-ago average of 3.70 per gallon and well below last month's average of 3.90 a gallon. John Aaron, WTOP News. Money News, brought to you by Compassion International. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. New York State suing former President Donald Trump and his company details ahead 326 we believe your identity belongs to you and only you securing your identity is the key to unlocking life's experiences idemia's mission is to protect identity through life's journey idemia delivers industry-leading solutions to hundreds of federal and state agencies to verify identity 
and we're trusted by millions of travelers to keep their identity secure. Our privacy by design means you're... We conquer cancer. For the mom-to-be who is out of treatment options. For the doctor who has a brilliant idea but needs research funding. For the people who faced cancer head-on and climbed incredible heights while they were with us. For the children who celebrate the end of chemo. We conquer cancer for all who have been touched by it. Conquer Cancer accelerates breakthroughs in research and care for every cancer, every patient, everywhere. Join us at conquer.org.